Welcome to the fabulous world of fashion carry stories. I'm Lucas Silva Edwards. I'm a certified executive coach and carry strategist. And I'm here to guide you on your journey toward a successful life and career in one of the most glamorous yet fiercely competitive industry on the planet. With over a decade of experience here in Paris, France, at the heart of the fashion and luxury industry, thanks to my large diversity of positions from retail, wholesale, product development, or even fashion editor, I've gained an insider perspective of what it takes to succeed in world-renowned brands like LVMH, Kering, or Chanel, as well as emerging fashion tech startups and small designer brands. Each week, I sit down with fashion professionals at different stages of their career in order to decode the best practices, tactics, and strategies. And every other week, I will share coaching tools and frameworks that I have acquired over the years to help you grow, both professionally and personally. I hope these episodes inspire you and provide valuable insights as you embark on your own professional journey in the exciting world of fashion and luxury. So come along and let's dive into the real fashion world. If you want to support me and this podcast, please leave a review and hit those five stars. It's the best way to make our community grow and to entice people to listen to the show. Hey, I've got some exciting news for you before we dive into today's episode. As a coach, I'm always looking to improve my skills and help my clients achieve their goals. That's why I've decided to pass the level one of the International Coaching Federation, known as ACC, for Associate Certified Coach. To obtain this certification, I will need to complete at least 100 hours of coaching over the next 12 months. And I'm really up to the challenge. In fact, I'm aiming to complete it before the end of the year. But here's where you come in. To help me reach this goal and help me give you some fantastic value, I'm offering 100 hours of coaching at a whooping 50% off of my usual rate. That means you can get one-on-one coaching session with me for only 60 euros per hour. Whether you are facing personal or professional challenges, I'm here to help. I have experience in a wide range of topics, including self-confidence, imposter syndrome, communication, public speaking, as well as management and leadership. And if you are going through a career transition and need help assessing your skills, that's one of my specialties. So if you're interested in working with me and making progress towards your goal, shoot me an email at lucassilvaconsulting at gmail.com. I repeat, L-U-C-A-S dot silva s-i-l-e dot consulting c-o-n-s-u-l-t-i-n-g at gmail.com can't wait to start working with you hey there today i have a secret to share with you this podcast is my contribution to help our industry become more inclusive and diverse Each episode is geared toward creating a safe space where we can all be more open and aware of ourselves and others. I'm typically a pretty private person and tend to keep my personal struggle to myself. However, for this project to work, I have decided to let go of my fears and be more vulnerable with you. In order to lead by example, I want to share with you my experiences, even the tough ones. 
As a coach, I firmly believe that the best leaders are those who have developed a high level of self-awareness. This awareness leads to curiosity, humility, and the ability to connect with others on a deeper level. Understanding emotions and need, it's key to inspire teams and cultivate a sense of purpose within them. However, before one can lead others, they must first understand themselves. This is why today's episode is all about exploring own needs and emotions. To help illustrate this topic, I want to share with you a personal story that still makes me cringe to this day. It serves as a reminder of my own weaknesses and how far I've come. A few years back, when I started my dream job in the fashion and luxury industry, I thought I'd had it all. An awesome title, legendary company, meeting with designers and brands, traveling to all major fashion weeks, great teams, and exciting new mission every day. But here's the kicker. I felt like complete garbage for almost four months and thought about quitting every single night. So what did I do to feel better? Well, my friends, the answer is Naruto Shippuden. Yes, you heard that right. For four months, I came home, plopped onto the couch, ate some snacks, and watched seven to eight episodes of Naruto. With 500 episodes to binge watch, I was set for a while. But the real problem wasn't my love for anime. It was that I couldn't figure out why I was feeling this way when I had landed my dream job. Every night, I asked myself the same question. Why wasn't I enjoying this opportunity? Why was I scared instead of thrilled to be part of this new project? And that's when it hit me. My emotions were all over the place and I wasn't regulating them well enough. It wasn't the job that was the problem. It was me. Sure, the job was challenging, the expectations were high, and the rhythm pretty intense. But it wasn't the first time I was doing a job I'd never done before. Quite the opposite. Up until now, I'd never done twice the same job, and I knew I had the resources to pull this through. Have you ever found yourself in a new job or project and felt like you were all way over your head? Did you hesitate to reach out to colleagues or managers for help? If your answer is yes, you are not alone. Many of us struggle with admitting we don't know something or need assistance, especially when we are new to a role or a company. It's easy to get caught up in the pressure to be perfect and meet the high standards of our industry. But the truth is we all make mistakes or need guidance from time to time. Sometimes we turn to friends and family for support, but their advice may not be specific to our industry or situation. And unfortunately, we don't always have a network of experienced professionals who can offer tailored guidance and advice, or the budget to work with a coach to help us navigate the situation. So remember, it's okay to ask for help and seek out guidance. It doesn't make you weak or less capable. It shows that you are committed to growing and improving in your role. Today, I want to talk to you about a framework that I have been helping to me and my clients when we face situations that create a strong emotional response for a long period of time. I'm excited to share with you the five principles of emotional intelligence 
that will help you navigate the unpredictable environment we face today. Some of you have heard about Daniel Goleman, who coined the term in his famous book, Emotional Intelligence, in 95. From there, others have continued the work, and today we have arrived at five main principles of emotional intelligence. But first, let's review the difference between intelligence and emotional intelligence. While intelligence is the ability to handle and reason about information, emotional intelligence is the ability to accurately reason about emotion and use that emotion knowledge to help our thinking. It's all about how we handle our emotion and use that knowledge to improve our thought process. I invite you to take a moment to reflect on it and really understand how emotions are here to help us improve our thinking. Sometimes it's easy to identify the emotion we are feeling and the reason behind them. Example, I feel angry because someone made a negative comment, or I feel proud because I succeed uh, at my task. But other times, we struggle to make sense of our emotion, which can be frustrating and create anxiety exactly like me during my four months of doubt, fear, and shame. So let's review what are the five main principles that you could use to improve your emotional intelligence. Number one, self-awareness. Self-awareness refers to the capacity to recognize and understand emotions and to have a sense of how one's action moods can affect both yourself and those around you. It involves identifying the emotions correctly, keeping track of them, and noticing different emotional reactions. Example, I'm angry, frustrated, or sad, or ashamed. Self-awareness also includes recognizing that how we feel and what we do are related, and having awareness of one's own personal strengths and limitations. Example, numbing yourself when you are sad with food or alcohol, or 500 episodes of Naruto. Number two, self-regulation. It involves the appropriate expression of emotions, especially in moments where emotions can be overwhelming, which includes being flexible, coping with change, and managing conflict. Example, being pessimistic when changes or conflict arise and create the condition of your own failure. The objective is to help you diffuse difficult or tense situations and to take ownership of how your own action and the consequences of it as on other, negative one or positive one. Number three, social skills. How well do we interact with others on the day-to-day basis? It involves applying an understanding of the emotions of ourselves and others to communicate more efficiently. Social skills include active listening, verbal communication skills, non-verbal communication skills, leadership, and empathy. Let's focus on that last point, because empathy is the fourth principle of emotional intelligence. So what does it mean? Empathy refers to our capacity to be able to understand how others people are feeling, which enable us to respond appropriately to others people based on recognizing their emotions. Empathy is also the skills that help us perceive situations where power dynamics come into force, in our social relationships, but also and especially in workplace relations. Power dynamics that can often affect feelings and behavior, and being aware of it will help you self-regulate your emotions, 
Example, your boss was impatient with you during a meeting while another higher manager was present, which made you look foolish. Empathy will help you understand better the power dynamics that were involved at that specific moment. The last pillar is motivation. Emotional intelligence increases your intrinsic motivation, which drives you to meet personal needs and goals rather than being motivated by external rewards such as money, fame, or recognition. Those with higher interesting motivation are action-oriented, committed, and take initiative. They usually have the need for achievement and search for ways to constantly improve. So in conclusion, keep in mind those five principles in your day-to-day if you want to improve your performance while facing stressful or tense situations. Improve your self-awareness to identify exactly what you are feeling. Work on your self-regulation to express your emotions appropriately according to the situation. Keep in mind to use your empathy to better understand others' emotions and to identify power dynamics that come into force. Improve with time your social skills, active listening, nonverbal communication, leadership, and nourish your intrinsic motivation to put you in action mode and in search of ways to improve. Let me take you back to my experience during the Naruto Marathon and how knowing this framework helped me overcome my fears and gain perspective. Not only it helped me filter thoughts and my emotions, it's also helped me create some distance to gain perspective and gave me a blueprint to put myself into action. First, I recognized that my emotions were linked to my fear of failing and the disappointment it will cause from others and from myself. Because it was my dream job, the stakes were higher and I put too much pressure onto myself. Pressure which grew up into anxiety with time. I also acknowledged that part of the pressure I also had was a lack of clarity regarding the power dynamics at play and how to manage it without losing my emotional balance. From it, I decided to tap into my leadership knowledge and visualize my future self, which put me in action mode, acting if I were the best version of myself instead of waiting to feel like it. Of course, this framework alone wasn't the only tool in my arsenal. I use a range of other techniques that I will share with you in my upcoming Coaching Insight episode. So stay tuned. If you're still hearing this, thank you so much for tuning in. I know how much your time is valuable. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. This is the most efficient way to help us grow and entice people to listen to the show. Also, keep in mind that if you are looking for coaching, whether you are starting a new position, launching a new project, or just feeling stuck in your current role, I'm here to provide you with the support and guidance you need to succeed. Take advantage of the massive offer uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing until the end of the year 23. 100 hours or 50% of the usual rate, making the one-on-one coaching session only 60 euros per hour. Next week, I will have the pleasure to receive Esther Vanek, a former student of mine who during 18 months dedicated her time and effort to become an expert in sustainability leading her to work for caring directly inside the sustainability department 
and to write a research paper on the meaning of product durability for the fashion and luxury industry. And until next time, I wish you a wonderful day.